If you're looking for your next beach read, you'll love best-selling author Courtney Walsh's latest Nantucket romance, What Matters Most. Emma and her young son return to Nantucket for a fresh start, still reeling from her husband's death and carrying a long-held secret. Jamie came to Nantucket for one reason, deliver his letter to military widow Emma and move on. But when Emma mistakes Jamie for someone answering her ad to fix up the apartment over her garage, Jamie sees an opportunity to atone for his past. As they work together, their attraction transforms into something neither expected. But the longer Jamie waits to reveal his true reason for helping Emma, the more he'll have to lose. Can Emma and Jamie both learn life is more than your worst mistake? Set over one Nantucket summer, What Matters Most is a captivating romance. What Matters Most by Courtney Walsh is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. Or visit Tyndale.com for more information about this Christian contemporary romance. What Matters Most by Courtney Walsh, available now. Welcome to Story Chats at Inspire Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And we've got JC Weaver back with us today to talk about books with awesome mom characters in them. Thank you for joining us, JC. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we're talking moms, but we're talking um, because Mother's Day in the United States is Sunday. Um, and Canada. Oh, and, and Canada. Australia. Okay. Australia's the week after. Okay. And Whenever like, the second Sunday is. Yeah. Okay. The UK was some other time. I like don't know September when. Or something, I think. Yeah, it's always, it's always. I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about Mother's Day? That's in May, but not in the UK. So, um, but since uh, since I made the schedule, I chose our Mother's Day. So that's what we went with. Works for me. Um, but we are also looking uh, not at single moms, which we did last year. Uh, we're looking more at mom's side characters um, because there are a lot of books um, that have some really fun moms in them, even though they're not the heroine, uh, they're the source of great wisdom or humor, uh, or sometimes annoyance, depending, you know, no more wire coat hangers shrieked at the top of their lungs, that kind of thing. So we got moms of all sorts. Um, I think we probably all chose good moms, fun moms, not, not that. Well, oh, oh. Valerie, Valerie, of course, has some others. So, um, no, they're, they're, they're all good. Okay. All right. But they wouldn't have to be. No. They, yeah. they just need to be memorable. Yeah. And so um, do, do you like moms as a side character? Is that something that you are ever like, oh, not another mom? Or you're like, yay, moms. Or do you just sort of not worry about it one way or the other? when I don't know I don't really know what I'm asking I needed a lead-in question before we got to the books this is the best I could do so um I have rambled words at you that sort of is a question now you get to answer it JC <laughs> <laughs> I love reading characters of all kinds so especially family units that are um functional <laughs> yes. versus dysfunctional, um, I guess, because we have enough dysfunction in everyday life. So it's kind of nice to read these characters in fiction that maybe have it all together, at least a little bit more than real life. Yes. <laughs> but as an author, man, I will admit I have to work at including families and friendships because I get so laser focused on the characters <laughs> themselves 
that it's like, wait, side characters. I should probably put side characters in this book. <laughs> so um, yeah, I always forget to write families until, and then I started and it's like, oh, okay. Yes, I should do this every time. <laughs> Excellent. Or you start out with a unique mom and then you realize that she hasn't made an entrance for 18 chapters, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, what happened to the mother? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or the best friend or the, the whatever. Yeah. Right. The cat. Um, I think the, the cool thing about including moms, that they're uh, good, bad, or indifferent, is that they really um, they, they really inform who the character is, like the hero or the heroine. It, when you get a bit of a glimpse of their relationship with their mom, then you can go, oh, well, that's why he's so <laughs> weird about this particular thing, or why she's so level-headed, because, I mean, she has this great mom who taught her that and so it's a kind of a shorthand of uh, you know if you show them the interaction then uh, you really get a quick glimpse of why the why the character is the way they are Narelle well I'm probably going to show my age now but if you go back to romances particularly category romance written probably 70 1970s 1980s nearly all the heroines were orphans there was never any mention of parents. And so me, me being the strange person that um, noticed this, um, I was really happy when I actually started reading romances that had families in them and it wasn't just the heroine going to some dark place somewhere that has nothing to do with their family. So I think it can really enhance the book and it reveals character instead of having to, the author doesn't have to tell the reader about what their family background is. To actually see it on the page and see glimpses of that, I think it's just really fun. So I love seeing the mum characters, the mean ones, the good ones, the nice ones, the stupid ones, the smart ones. They're all good to me. <laughs> I like to put moms in um, because I think there's something fun about the mother-daughter conflict that seems yeah. inevitable. Um, even if you have a really great relationship with your mom, there's still there's still inevitable conflict. Yeah. Um, but apparently I did too much of that in my second book. I'll never forget my mom was always my first reader and she read it and she calls me up and she's like, this is the second terrible mother you've written. Are you trying to say something? And I'm like, no, no, it's not you. I'm not saying something. It's I not promise. you, it's me. Like, <laughs> no. Just like, all right. She's like, but the next mom better be good or I'm going to have words. I'm like, all right. So I had to work really hard to make sure the next mom was amazing. I was going to um, say, I, I'm, I'm sorry, mom, but the next heroine is the twin sister of the previous one. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> the, next, the next heroine's an orphan. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So um, I, I do like reading moms. I think moms are fun. I agree. They give you good insight. Um, they give you good insight into the heroine that sometimes the heroine doesn't even have yet herself, you know, because yep. you just doesn't see it yet. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, like I said, I was struggling to come up with intro questions. So I had one. That's that's what I had. So we're ready to jump, jump into books already. Um, so JC, why don't you take us take us away with your first book? So my first mom. I'm going to go with mom because uh, Ma Porter from Becky Wade's Porter series is probably one of my favorite Christian fiction moms. Um, 
probably the most memorable. And since I am the worst at remembering any details from any book ever, um, <laughs> the fact that Ma Porter stands out in my memory years after reading the series says something to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I just, I really loved the way that she shaped all of the kids and they continued to go to her for things. And she was really a voice of reason periodically, but also, you know, they didn't want to disappoint her and their, her opinion of them mattered. And that helped shape and drive their character arcs, you know, in each mm -hmm. book. So I kind of loved her for all of that. So, right. Yeah. Excellent. Valerie. I do like that idea too, of like, if you've got a sibling series where mm -hmm. the, where the mom in this case is somebody that really is visible that way however that's not who i'm talking about today uh, my the first book i've got on my list is saving grace by amy anguish um when michelle is part of a multi-vehicle collision that kills um a guy and then and his pregnant wife they were on their way to the hospital to have a baby and the baby survives but the parents don't and Michelle is just like, it wasn't her fault, but she feels really crushed by it. And she really feels that she needs to do what she can for this baby whose name is Grace. So there's your title, Saving Grace. Um, so she decides that she should adopt this baby. And she's single, like, and she's been um, a bit flighty up to this point. So people are like, are you really sure? She's like, yeah, I, this is what I have to do. Um, and so uh, her parents had foster kids for many, many years. So she, and she, she has a job in her parents' hometown. So she moves there with the baby whom she has temporarily, but her mom is the, her parents are the official um, foster parents, but her mom goes, well, if you think you're going to adopt this baby, then the baby's care is up to you, like under my supervision, but it's up to you. Then we've got also a, a best friend's uh, fake relationship kind of thing going. He's like, well, I'll support you in this whatever way I can, even if that, even if that means I need to marry you so that you can adopt this baby. But he really doesn't think she should, but he can't come out and say that. But the mom through the story, Michelle's mom is just a, a voice of wisdom and reason and um, just she's help, trying to help her, her daughter kind of grow up through it because we, we've got this flighty character and um, as she tries to figure out what it really means to take care of this baby and is it going to be the best thing for her to do it or not. Cool. Well, no one's probably going to be surprised by what I say, but the <laughs> mum that I've chosen is Luella Lindley, which is Meredith Reske's um, Luella Lindley, Luella Lindley Licensed to Metal series. And so there's three books in this series and Luella Lindley is a Regency romance author who matchmakes her characters and gets the bright idea that her three single children should be matchmaked in real life. And <laughs> it's a very funny series. So there's in Organised Backup, you've got Megan who gets... Um, um, match with Cam the policeman so imagine if your mother is pulled over by a policeman because mm -hmm. she's speeding and then decides the policeman should be her daughter's future husband so that's <laughs> the first one 
And the second one is with Chloe and Michael and Michael's a lawyer. And so she decides that this lawyer should marry her daughter and her daughter's very much a feminist and really isn't interested in being into in an old fashioned marriage situation. So that is a fun story as well. And then you've got the, um, the creme de la creme of matchmaking, which is all arranged the third book, which is Pete and um, Carrie. And this is where Luella takes that extra step and puts an advertisement in the newspaper to find oh, no. a wife for her son. <laughs> and then when they, the families effectively do the old fashioned matchmaking, arrange marriage for them as well. So I think Luella Lindley will have to win as far as I'm concerned, the crown, the most memorable mum and most meddling and interfering mum at the same time, but also very lovable. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I had had her on my list because I agree. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I read those after you talked about the first one and they're so fun. Um, The, the second, like the first one is, is all light and joy and hilarity. The second two, both of the other two are still hilarious, but they have more um, serious topics in them as well, which is fun. If you're looking for um, something with meat, they, they're not only amusing and light, but they are, they have meaty moments. Yeah, it's a great series. Today is uh, brought to you by the letter M. That's right. (laughs) Marvelous mothers and meaty moments. Yes. Yes. Um, Meddling. Yeah, meddling, meddling. But yeah, Luella is is fabulous. She Um, is. Super, super fun. So mine um, actually is uh, along that same vein, um, which is the matchmaking moms of ocean view church by uh, off my list (laughs) yeah that was on my list as well (laughs) by uh lori larson and this is another really fun series the moms um meet each other at a women's group at church uh like a women's breakfast they all get sat at the same table and they're you know doing the the small talk get to know you whatever and they all find out that they have these unmarried older children adult children who they think life would just be much better if they had grandchildren. So um, they're going to help each other. I'm here to tell you it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel for those moms, grandkids are the best. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to help each other find spouses for their adult children. And what I loved is that she didn't go the route of making couples within the moms you know it wasn't like oh well my son would like your daughter they find matches from outside um which was fun and um I also enjoyed the fact that like uh the moms the way she set it up like if it was my child who we were matching I would give you information about my child but the other moms were the ones who would find the person that they thought was the match so it wasn't really you choosing for your child um I think some of that was just like, so you had plausible deniability, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but it was really fun. And, um, you know, the moms, the moms are, are goofy and make some mistakes as, as you do when you match make, but, um, but they're still there with, you know, the, the wisdom of having been there. Um, and so they're a fun addition to the story. Yeah, that was a really fun series too. It's yes. it's on my on my list as well. And yeah, yes. it starts starts out with a novella, Meet the yes. Mom. So you yes. get to witness that um, the three of them meeting and uh, d- making this pact to help each other marry off their kids, yeah. and then 
Yeah. Well, and what's what's more also fun is the the last book. Uh, one of the moms is a single yeah. mom, and so she gets the the kids join forces, having figured out that the moms were matchmaking, yeah. and then they matchmake the mom. Um, yeah. So that was fun to sort of turn the tables. Yeah. The the whole premise yeah. was really cute and, and well executed. Yes. Good job, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> And what I liked about it is that um, often we're biased about our own children as well. So we see our kids in a... It's like, not, not me. I mean, my kids are perfect, <laughs> right? So other people might need to be biased. But. So I think that's what made it so fun, this series, is because you can't necessarily see the flaws in your own children, particularly if the flaws are your own flaws. So having the friends that were involved in that to bring in that sort of unbiased opinion, I think that made it even more fun as well. For sure. Yeah. All right, Jacy, do you have another one? Um, I do actually. Um, I was looking through and thinking about it, and then another older book from Lewin Ho, mm -hmm. um, her Taking a Chance series, the mm -hmm. book yep. Taking a Chance on Mr. Wrong, Mrs. Mm. Koo. I remember her, and yep. I just remember, um, I mean, Lewin writes wonderful. Um, moms, mother characters in her books already. Um, and I love that because it always, it does so much for the dynamic of understanding the character, like you were saying, Valerie. And so, um, and I just liked this one, how Mrs. Koo just, she's got her opinions. She knows that this arranged marriage that she's got in her mind for her daughter is the very best thing on the planet. But, you know, when Melanie takes a stand and, you know, cause she's not sure she, she's gonna be dutiful but meets her guy, he's nothing like what the family is going to expect. You know, she handles it like so much better than anybody expected. And I really liked how that all kind of worked out in that story. So I don't know. Like, a lot of that series in particular and some of Lewin's others as well um, with the Asian aspect and seeing the culture yes. in the older yeah. generation and the mom's generation and getting to see how how uh, the parental expectations are so strong in the Chinese yes. culture yes. was really, um, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, lots of fun. I love that in her. Book. It adds such a such a layer that it does. Yes, I yeah, that I wouldn't yeah. be able to write in. No, not <laughs> <laughs> a ton of research or talking to Lee Wen, I guess. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. That's that is a fabulous book. And I will cross it now off my list. Valerie, what's your next one? And my next one is also an oldie, uh, Lesson in Love by Autumn MacArthur. Yeah. Set in Edinburgh between mm -hmm. uh, two teachers who both got voluntold to help create a sensory garden at the church. And Fraser is trying to get to know Sarah. And she's always like at school. He's been interested in her, but she's just like, after school hours, she's just gone and nothing he says is going to make any difference. So when he sees her at the garden, he's like, <laughs> we have another point of contact here. Um, Sarah has been avoiding him, avoiding everyone else because she doesn't want anyone to know about her mom's early onset dementia. So the, um, the mom in this story has some problems. Um, but her daughter looks after her so well that um, it makes her a memorable mom character as well, in, in my view. I mean, that story obviously wouldn't be remotely the same 
if there was a different type of mom than that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I feel like Frazier's mom is in that some as well. That could be. I didn't reread the whole thing, but that but that series is about Fraser and his siblings. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I do remember the mom um, it vaguely in in those books because Fraser has some self esteem type problems as well, and I I I vaguely recall his mom having some good words for him in that one. I love Autumn's books, but I haven't read that one. Yeah. In, uh, yeah, it's, I so didn't look up what year it was, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 2015, 2016. Yeah, so it's, it's been, a been a while. I I skimmed through the first few chapters and I was like, yes, this definitely qualifies, but I did not. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Autumn, I didn't reread the whole thing. But it's a good one. It is. Yes. Yes. Narelle, what you got? Okay, I'm gonna go. But I'm gonna jump back to Lee Wen Wai Ho with her <laughs> latest book, okay. Joined at the Hip. Now, this is a fake relationship story, and I'm not gonna talk about the story because in a few weeks' time, you'll be hearing our fake relationship episode, and you can hear more about the story. <laughs> but what I am gonna talk about is this book has two mums, and this is Double Trouble Mums. So I think Double Trouble Toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> and then age them a little bit and this is what you have and so the hero and heroine's mothers play mahjong together on, on a regular basis and they are sn super snarky they do not it's not that they don't like each other but they have to be better than each other and they're always playing one up on each other and not very happy if they lose and oh, my, my child's better than this and it's all that kind of stuff but, and it's just super fun to watch these parents um, completely oblivious to the fact that their offspring are um, in a fake relationship <laughs> and that's what I really love about this story is you've got two very strong-willed women yes and you can see in their um, children how that's actually affected them so I think what I really liked about this one is that you really get that first-hand experience of the mums and yeah that's fun how it all plays out in the story yep must have missed that one in the series yeah this was is, in is Save the Day. So okay. many books. This yeah. is her new rom-com series. Is that yes, correct? The old 40, 40 up. I need to, it, they're all on my Kindle sitting there waiting and for me. And they're really I good. Just, yeah. Yes. This one to, was the one she wrote. It was originally called um, a vow, One Vow for September, I think, yes. in the Save the Date collection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's since been disbanded. But um, she added a whole bunch of extra stuff. Yes. Cool. If it yes. sounds familiar, that's why. <laughs> yes. So I read the extended version because I like to read the best version. <laughs> and it's really, really fun. And my guess is I didn't read it originally in Save the Date because I have to read things in order. And we've talked about this before. So <laughs> you can remember a conversation Beth and I have had about this. So, um, yeah, so I read the extended version and I think that was probably where the mums were more in the story would be my guess. Yeah. it's super fun right because I have read the save the date version and I'm like the moms the moms the... this is the same story wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> ah okay fine yes oh fine read the whole thing <laughs> so my next one might be cheating a little bit um but uh because it's a grandma not uh not so much a mom but I mean she had to be a mom to be a grandma so right. 
Mom, apparently this is the the way things go. This is yeah. the way things go, right? Yeah. So because you've seen the bumper sticker, right? If I'd known being a grandparent was this much fun, I'd have you know done this done first. That first, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Valerie Comer's Urban Farm Fresh series, Marietta Santoro, um, is yeah. sort of the matriarch of the family. She runs the block that they live on in in Bayview. Um, her children all fear her slightly, I would say. Um, <laughs> daughter-in-laws do anyway. The daughter-in-laws do for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the grandchildren, um, also fear her slightly. I think, you know, there's a lot of, of familial expectation that comes from, Mar uh, Marietta. But at the same time, as opinionated as she is, she always has good reasons for it. Um, it's generally a wise reason for it. It's not, you know, arbitrary or because that's the way it's always been. There's always, it's like I'm 70 plus years old and I've lived a lot of life and I can tell you that the, what you're doing is stupid. Um, so, so I will uh, tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love Marietta and um, I'm a little sad that Valerie ended the series without a full up story for Marietta and Kenji getting a second or at least like like a novella something because Marietta rediscovers so put that on your list oh look at the mom guilt oh my goodness <laughs> um Marietta towards the the last book she starts I mean I wrote 12 books I know but 13 would have been so much it's not good enough Baker's <laughs> dozen it's farm fresh you need the Baker's dozen this is fair. well they're kind of technically yes <laughs> because there's a prequel novella so that's is it, is it Marietta and Kenji no it's not well so, <laughs> um you know she reconnects with this this long lost love uh from her childhood um and I would love to see how, you know, geriatric love is adorable. So I don't know that geriatric's the right word, but they're, they're older, much she's, older. She's over, over 80 by the end of the yeah. series. Yeah. And he's several years older than her. So yeah. It's adorable. Um, but I, I love Marietta. You may or may not get a little conclusion to that in the first Farm Fresh Market romance. And you may or may not appreciate it. You killed them off. Did not kill them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you killed them off, I will come to Canada. And you you. come to Canada. <laughs> we now have a new world war. That's right. <laughs> I will stand on the Idaho line and throw rocks across the Canadian border at you. Ooh, I'm scared now. <laughs> um yeah, so anyway. I love Marietta. I'm also a little scared of Marietta, but I love her. <laughs> so, Apparently not scared of Valerie. <laughs> that's, no, well, exactly. She's in Canada, so I feel safe. <laughs> she's too nice to do anything. You created Marietta. <laughs> that's true. Uh, let's see. We're at 27 minutes. We probably don't have time for all of us to do another one. Do you does anyone have one they just absolutely have to mention? I have one. 
very okay. quickly, <laughs> and I'm surprised it hasn't come up because I know that you read this series, is Laura Bloom from Tara Grace Erickson's Bloom yes. series. Yep. And she, if you're looking for a Christian role model mum, um, she's definitely one to look at. And probably particularly in the first book, Hoping for Hawthorne, he really needs his mum praying for him. <laughs> And seriously, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that the reason that that book worked out with a happily ever after is because <laughs> she was praying for him. So I really like that when you've got the mums that, particularly the, the Christian mums that are actually involved in their life, their children's lives by praying for them. I think that's something that I look for as well. Yeah, that's a good and one. And then I'm going to just really intercept very quickly uh, because that reminded me of my Farm Fresh Romance series and books one yes. and six, Raspberries and Vinegar and Berry on Top. Mm -hmm. our um, siblings but the mom and dad are through the the whole yes. series and um, yeah I love Rosemary for that that same reason she's just yes. steady and yeah. solid and takes care of things and does what she can her husband's sick she can still do things and she keeps praying for that wayward daughter that shows up in book six yep. yeah yep so yeah, yeah. well moms cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, JC, for joining us. Uh, remind yeah. everyone where they can find you and your books. Um, then my newsletter is probably the very best place okay. to get me now anymore. And that's at jcweaver.com slash newsletter. You can subscribe and get a free book. I am on Facebook and all of the other places. I'm just not as active right now as I'm in all of my fun long COVID recovery. I have to pick and choose where I am active right now. Fair. <laughs> Thanks so much for choosing us today. Yeah, I thank you. It. I know it's taken a lot of effort for you, I'm yeah. sure. And we really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. It's a blessing to be a part of it. And I love hanging out with you guys. Aww, <laughs> we love you too. We do. We do. And I'm grateful that you have long COVID as opposed to having succumbed to COVID. So all right. So if we missed your favorite mom, let us know. Now, not yeah. your actual mom. We know that's your, your favorite mom. Go <laughs> hug your mom. Call your mom. Everybody call your mom. But then tell us your favorite fictional mom <laughs> in the comments if we missed her. And I'm um, sure we did. There's so many good ones. There are so many fabulous fictional moms. And if you're um, missing your mom, then I'm giving you a big hug because that <laughs> hurt. So yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. If you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And we will look forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>